Hello and welcome to the Meeting Gold podcast. Today, we have a really special guest, an influencer, uh, a fitness model, and a just crazed fitness addict. <laughs> I mean, come on. You work out probably every day, way more than, than any of us here. So, um, Michaela, can you give us a little introduction on you, the audience? Just tell them a little bit about yourself and even talk to me because I don't know too much about you too. So, so I, my name is Michaela Rogerson. I am a model and fitness entrepreneur here in Niagara, uh, born and raised in St. Catharines, actually. And basically, I kind of started my fitness journey in school, just playing all the sports that were offered. Uh, and then through the years of high school, ended up having my son. So um, in between all that, I also ended up uh, gaining the interest into the modeling industry and have built a career from the age of 15 to where I am now and have started a modeling agency called Our House Agency, where I represent and train models here in Niagara as well and around to Toronto. Uh, That's incredible. So like, basically, are you all self-taught in a way? Basically, I've never, uh, like, for instance, like, for in high school, like, I did dance and whatnot, like, competitive, but I wasn't in a studio. Nothing crazy, right? Everything's all been self-taught. I've uh, completely uh, done a lot of, like, uh, self-education and reading and... Yeah, yeah, reading, definitely. (laughs) It it seems like, um, you know, I've always kind of said this is, like, experience is the best teacher, right? And, like, you can go to school for the rest of your life, but if you don't have a real-world experience, it's going to be very hard to understand understand how to go out get shoots booked right get your face out there get known mm-hmm. it's it's tough right and i'm sure yes. you it didn't start easy whatsoever i mean you're fifth you were 15 at the time mm-hmm. and then a young teen mom that's not like easy at all <laughs> no so, it definitely isn't um, yeah so yeah at 15 i uh, started my own modeling career just uh connecting with people. My first shoot was at Niagara College with a student there to help her with her final portfolio. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then I connected with a studio here, which is no longer around, and made a bunch of network connections from there. But what really took off my career was when I competed in Supermodel Canada back in 2019, and I ended up being the shortest model, which was four inches under the height requirement, and I made it to the finals. And um, I was... Uh, also scouted for the Miss Progress International pageant and represented Canada and Italy later that fall. Wow. So <laughs> is is that kind of the goal, like traveling, modeling? That's yeah. the that's the goal. So let's talk a little bit about like what you're doing now because you are like you're a jack of all trades in terms of managing your life because you're managing a social media account with like 14K or yep. something like that, 14, 14K. Yeah. Um, you are working two part-time jobs. You run your own modeling agency. You're modeling. Mm-hmm all these kind of things while main while being a mom so like what what's like it's got to be stressful so how do you kind of manage that stress how do you manage and organize your time i mean it's enough that you're even here it's incredible right so how do you kind of manage your time in that way so the biggest uh, help that i have is obviously the school system uh, my little guy has started um, jk this year so that giving me that six hours each day is able for me to book work, um, I put two part-times and then able to do interviews and photo shoots and stuff within the time frame. And then on the weekends, little man's also at his father. So he's able, I'm able to then have the opportunity. Yeah. Then. So yeah. I'm with, I have my little guy all the time during the week. And then before school started, it was every single day and then trying to 
have a babysitter here and there. But a lot of the times, um, little man did come to a couple shoots and stuff oh, with yeah. me. So there are a couple events where he, you see a couple photos of him. I've got him. A couple, <laughs> I, he actually did a shoot for the Americana as well with me. You're kidding so, me. So um, we were also broadcasted across uh, Niagara Parks and stuff. That's so incredible. Being able to intertwine my career and personal life in a way is kind of nice. Because so it's almost like you're having them or having him embrace what you're doing and, and really have a full understanding of it mm -hmm. and even allowing him to have some fun. Because yeah. I think, you know, it, uh, whether you're in like videos, filming videos behind the camera or in front of the camera, it really is that creative person that's mm -hmm. going to find fun out of the most stressful times when it comes exactly. down to like, we got to get the shoot done. This it has to look a certain way, wh mm -hmm. whatever it looks like. So mm -hmm. kind of run us through like, Getting into modeling and fitness, you kind of touched on that, but you said like you, your career took off in 2019 when you got featured in, where was it? Supermodel Canada. Supermodel Canada. Yeah. So how did you even get featured in Supermodel Canada? So Supermodel Canada, I found on Instagram. So utilizing your uh, social medias like Facebook and Instagram was what really built my career. And we can thank Coco Rocha for that because she is the model that really brought in uh, social media aspect into the modeling industry because right. everything was before, you know, you have to show up to a cast call with your photos, with your comp cards and stuff. And you can't, well, so they wouldn't even know what you look like or anything like anything that. Anything about you besides the photo that you either showed up with or what your agent sent. So wow. social media, like in the two thousands when I was born, um, there was no like technology or any social media. So there was no like online platform that they could see you ahead of time. It was whatever you showed up at that day. Right. Right. So, and obviously, you know, all these standards and everything were completely different now, how Instagram and social media has completely opened the eyes of all like the industry and whatnot, being able to be more inclusive, more jobs, more opportunities. I'm able to actually get more jobs around the world now because of the technology and the connections that we're able to make rather than, you know, hoping that I'll get stoned by an agency 20 years ago yeah yeah you know? so utilizing an instagram and a facebook presence is key in this industry unless you know you're scattered by a model uh, an agency right away which i have heard and met people with these stories where gotcha so there's different routes that you can kind of make it as a you know uh, a fitness model in or, or like modeling so, in general um i actually started out as a fashion model I, oh, my okay. main thing is fashion modeling and whatnot i just started working out and adding fitness aspect and started connecting with more fitness brands so a lot of people think oh she's mainly a fitness model but i actually am both fashion and fitness so mostly a lifestyle kind of model gotcha gotcha so you've kind of opened that door to a lot of different avenues you can take so do you think you have a set way you want to go in terms of like i want to be a fitness model i want to be a fashion model i just want to live my life get whatever shoots i can like what does that kind of look like what are the dreams there so for my modeling career i want to actually like get signed by an agency i want to do more fashion shows like i've walked a few fashion shows already and i have one coming up next friday and um i want to do more like brand commercial shoots and whatnot and kind of put the name out there for petite models because i am only five foot three which people don't really realize until they meet me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everyone thinks i'm like five eight because how much work and how i do my modeling and how i pose and my photography is taken but like when they finally meet me in person they see like she has the attitude of that model. That's right. what people are really looking for in the industry. And I really just want to grow and become more of a professional model. But I also want to take these skills and everything that I learned and still be a model coach and help others achieve their dreams, whether it be modeling, fitness, whatever career they really yeah, want to get yeah, into. Yeah, no, definitely assisting them in that. And, you know, coming from somebody who has a lot of experience like yourself, it 
it actually speaks volumes to people wanting to listen to you. They gravitate towards you because you've had the mistakes, you've had the the failures, you've had those lessons that you've had to learn Mm -hmm. and the time management skills to be able to get to this point. But obviously there's some more dreams you still want to accomplish and stuff like that. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, so you have a pretty big following on Instagram and social media in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think being featured in these, magazines or wherever you were really blew that up or was it like your own doing in terms of just consistently posting interacting like what was that growth kind of like how did you get that so i'll be honest i am not the most consistent on instagram on my feed if you look at the timeline of how many posts i make i'm more consistent on my stories because i feel more people are interactive there for myself right right each individual is different um my friend has more views than me on her stories and then she uh, doesn't have and she makes even less posts than me because that's where her interaction is as well but i see people who have like low low story views but high interactions on their feed posts so you got to see where your algorithm and your um logistics kind of lie there but being consistent somewhere and having a platform somewhere is really big key when it comes to obviously having your instagram and social media when it comes to growing utilizing other forms of social media like your facebook linkedin Clubhouse is a big one I've been noticing because you're talking to people and actually like having conversations. Yeah, they get able, to know you better, right? Right, and you're able because you're in rooms, and then you're able to you know put a name, a face to that name when you connect with their Instagram. So it's a lot of word of mouth as well. So when I'm meeting people in person or when people are running up, like I was at the outlet mall like a couple weeks ago and someone's like, I absolutely love your outfit. Where'd you get it? I'm like, I'm actually (laughs) wearing one of my brands that I work for. Yeah, yeah. I was able to connect with someone right then and there. So it's putting yourself in the room, putting your name out there and trying to get your name in other rooms that you're not into. So making a conversation for yourself, letting people talk about you. Cause like I was walking home into my apartment the other day and one of the moms was like, oh, I was talking to my boyfriend here. He's met all the moms except for you because seeing you is like once in a blue moon. She's like a fitness model and all this. So I know my name is in many, right. many rooms that I haven't even walked into yet because I make a conversation and that is a big thing for your brand because being having that conversation and extending it, obviously. Yeah, and, and extending it to somewhere where you're not even in the room, exactly. like you said. So actually you make a very good point. It's almost like, your growth on social media hasn't been trying to like follow a bunch of people or anything like that. Hasn't been any of those generic ways. Yeah. Just being you showing people that no matter what life throws at you, you're able to do anything that you're still having your mindset too. I post a lot of affirmations every single day because it's putting my mindset in a positive way. A lot of people read these affirmations and are like, I needed this today. This is, uh, this is great. Like, Oh my God. Like, how do you keep up with this? And I'm going to be adding some more content and stuff about explaining affirmations and all that and how it helps me. Um, I'm reading, going to be reading an article actually after this about affirmations in children and helping yeah. them out with their mindset and whatnot. So doing these little things builds just who you are, just really expressing who you really are on Instagram or social media in general is what's going to bring the authenticity and the real following that you're going to want. Yeah, and that's like you just said, the real following. Because, I mean, you could... You can get a lot of followers, like, let's say on TikTok. I mean, you, you could get one video that just blows mm-hmm. up and then it's like it slowly just dies. That's exactly. a fake following, That's a right? That's not. And and to be honest with you, we could probably talk about that a little bit yeah. is like that that growth on TikTok has been like. 
it's up really and down. weird. Yeah, like so I actually I don't know if you know Michaela Dancer. She has like thirteen million or fourteen million on. Oh, I think I've heard of the name. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she's that redhead who dances. Yes, yes. Right. So she and I actually connected when she was under a million, and she, wow. we actually followed each other on Instagram and oh, whatnot okay. at the time and whatnot. Um, so watching her grow and see the progression that she's been able to make from just being in her room to now working with you know Iggy Azalea and all these huge yeah. industry people, and you know. The closest thing that I had to that is like I know the owner of Club Penguin. <laughs> yeah, no, straight yeah. Up, like I know Lane Merrifield. We've talked on Instagram and stuff. We follow each other and, and engage a lot all the time. Wow. And he was he used to be a dragon on Dragons Den. Right. So being able to be connected with huge celebrities that's another thing that social media has offered to us. Right. So having the building a recognition, you know, the magazines and these interviews that you do with many different people because I've done like I think five or six podcast interviews now. So I actually like. Went to my boyfriend and was like, um, Google my name on Spotify. See how many podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a few actually came up, which is kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, hopefully this one comes up. <laughs> I, oh, it should come up because I did follow you guys on Spotify. Oh, thank you. Day, thank so you. So adding to that. Um, but yeah, it's like, oh, I lost my train of thought. No, there no. For a second. It's, you were kind of talking about like being you. And I yeah. 100% agree with you. It's be- And one thing I want to point out is you talked a lot about stories. That's a big one. And mm-hmm. like, I noticed with your stories and a good friend of mine, Andrew Perry, who's in the real estate industry, mm-hmm. um, does a lot of stories, but he'll do stories with work. He'll do stories with family, yep. his personal life. And I noticed you kind of do that too. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people are kind of against that in the way that they don't want to showcase what's going on in their everyday life constantly. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, I almost feel like it's something that you just have to do. Like, it's almost in a way, like, if you're, like, people do it in different ways. I know people who document every single moment of their life of their children growing up and how the family's growing and stuff. And I know people who, like myself, just do little highlights and whatnot, let people know who what's going on. There are times where I know I'm like, hey, I need, like, there's a downtime where I'm at where I'm like, hey, I need to show my followers this and be very transparent and very, like, yeah. true to who you are. Like, if, but the other big thing that I listened to a, on a podcast the other day, don't, like, if you feel forced doing something, don't do it. Like, for me, right. for myself, like, I'm not the biggest on making video content. And a lot of people are like, oh, be on video content. I'm like, I'm not the greatest. So, like, if I don't, f- if you don't feel up to it, if you don't feel yourself doing it, don't bother doing it because it's not going to be your best work. Yeah, All yeah. Of, and be, having the positive mindset back to the affirmations, well, working, utilizing those when you're trying to make content is making sure that you're in a positive mindset when you're going. Right. To go no, it's so anything. true. And, and like some of the people that I, at least I know, it's like either they want to do video content, but they don't want to be in it or they want to do video content. They want to be all over yeah. it. Like there's don't, so many different avenues you can take, I guess mm-hmm. now with content, it's almost like, just take what you want to do, even if it's just photos. Yeah, If it's just photos, do it. If it's just writing, do it. If it's just quotes, do it because following the trend or what everyone's doing is not who you are. Right, right. You don't want to be a sheep, be a shepherd, do your thing, do what you want that feels great to you because in the end of the day, it's what makes you happy, it makes what's true to yourself. doesn't matter what other people are saying on the other side of the screen. Comments, who cares? Messages, who cares? You can delete them. They're gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pay pay no mind, really. You know what RuPaul says? She says, if they're not paying your bills, pay them no mind. (laughs) <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. That's so true. I've never heard that before. That's funny. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about now moving forward from your growth on social media, now coming into like what you're doing now to build connections, build a network, uh, you know, get noticed, get recognized by people. I know you got to 
cool fashion show coming up uh, next Friday. Congratulations on mm-hmm. that. Um, but now, how are you like getting more fashion shows? How are you getting people to notice you more than you know a year ago? Like, what's changing for you, and what are you doing to make it grow consistently? So being able to reach out to individuals and connecting with people that I connected with before COVID and whatnot. So like for the instance, for the fashion shows that uh, like Supermodel Canada and the fashion show that I'm doing this week, uh, next week, um, I'm connected with the Toronto Fashion Academy. I'm one of their students. I paid the tuition to do classes. And right, right. So um, in that I'm tied within their network and they end up getting me jobs and stuff. So that's one network to go through is having like, you know, that school kind of thing. So that's kind of what I'm offering here in Niagara is teaching and education for all aspects of the industry and then growing those connections and being a job board and stuff. So finding connections like that. So networking uh, in person through events, uh, working, networking on social media is another big one, doing podcast interviews and stuff. Yeah. Doing, huge. doing, uh, any sort of interview. Honestly, you could just do a Facebook live or Instagram live kind of <coughs> share screen thing. Those go off really well as also that I've noticed. And then you can take those videos and like do, or video content that yeah. not the greatest side. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's true because, I mean, you, yeah, like I noticed, find it funny that you kind of said, oh, I'm not big into video content, yet you're here. You know, it's it's funny because it's like, you'll take, like, because I noticed you still post your stories, you still I take post the photos. Take the opportunities if they're there because if it's like, instance, like, I'm, I'm good with talking. I'm great yes, with talking. Yes, I very, yeah. I talk a lot. I'm not the greatest with writing. So, my... I take a little bit of time and I actually have to like block out my content and stuff. So when I want to add my like co- my captions and my information, yes, in the back, yeah. I literally block out time to write out inspiration and information and stuff and whatnot and plan out posts ahead of time, which is a big key when you're creating as well on social media. I also don't look at myself as a content creator. I'm more, I look at myself as a model and a coach because I, yes, brands come to me and like, hey, can you make this content for me? Can we pay you to do this? I look at it as promoting and branding more so than content creating. Right, right. I'm not going out there looking to create content. It's, con- it's people coming to me to ask. To, pay to ask, more. to pay you to create content for yeah. them, basically. Exactly. That's right. What it is. Like, I don't want to go out of my way and be like, hey, I'm going to be paid this much money to make this much content for you every month. No, like send me product for product. I'll do like a review post. Those are best that I want. I I like doing is because I get track the product. People get to see my first hand and whatnot. So, um, and, and people I mean, value that opinion. They right? really do. That's talking to real people and having real opinions, real testimonials is what sells products. And that's what biggest thing with the 21st century is network marketing. Word of mouth is still the biggest key when it it's comes true. To selling anything. It's true. And, and you know, it's, it's so funny, door. right? Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause as much as we can try to focus on social media, social media, being online, that kind of thing, it is always going to be a handshake to a handshake or, you know, looking eye to eye or it's always going to be that way of relationship building and networking, no matter what you do. You can talk to someone on the screen over text, over the phone for how many times, but until you make that in-person eye to eye connection, it, it Yes, they can grow. There are people who do work remotely. It's like it solidifies it, right? It solidifies it, exactly. So putting a face and an in-person opinion to the person that you've been talking to for, you know, three or 100%. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny because it's like, I think a lot of people get lost in that is trying to just text people and hide behind their phones, hide behind their phones. But honestly, seek discomfort and just get out there, right? if If you are easier with typing and texting your words out, 
attempt and try voice messages. I prefer voice messages so much better because you have a voice of the person. You can go to the profile and say, okay, that's their face. And it's an, it's a better connection than reading that what they've texted because as well, you're able to see the tone in their voice and get an actual like full understanding of what the person's trying to say. Yeah. Because yeah. we already know through text and emails, a lot of stuff gets interpreted and like misinformation. Yes. And mis- yep. Information. And yep. Whatnot, yep. Right? No, that that's true. That's true. Actually, that's a good, that's a good, <clears throat> that's a good point you make is like sending voice messages and stuff. We got to start. I got to start doing so, that. Like, uh, one thing I did listen to on a podcast at one time, which I haven't attempted yet, but like when you get a new authentic follower, send them a voice message like, hey, great. For, uh, thank you for the follow. Nice to be nice for you to be in our network. I hope you like our content and whatnot. Really? Stuff, stuff like that. I listened to that on a podcast a bit ago, but I thought that was kind of cool because you're as soon as the person follows, like obviously not within the two seconds, like give it like what an hour or so I'm like hey i noticed you followed us thank you so much for your um like your support your support yeah yeah so that gives that follow like can solidify that follow completely because that person talked to me i know who they yeah I, I yeah heard who they are and they actually like reached out they're not just some page they're and they gave page. you your time right exactly Wow, man, and that is, inc- seconds to say that's it. so true. Like, <laughs> that's incredible. If, if nobody got anything out of the talk, that is something <laughs> that you got to get out. Because it's like, to do that, to solidify it, and to make sure that you're connecting with somebody, it just goes to show that you can connect with people yes. over social media in some way, shape, or form to solidify a follow, make them say, oh yeah, I know this person, yeah. or I know of this person, yeah. rather than just clicking a button and then forgetting about you. Right, and right? they click a button, and that's the other thing, they click a button and forget about you. You send that message, you're in their message box. Yeah. So if it's a person who doesn't talk to a lot of people on Instagram, your face will constantly be there, oh, what's that story? And it'll be there constantly for them to see every single day. That's so true. Like you're always top of mind, right? Exactly. So I guess I don't have to ask you then what you're doing to be top of mind because realistically, it's like you're constantly DMing, messaging, and posting stories. So Mm -hmm. you're always up at the top, always coming up first, second, Mm -hmm. third, whatever it is. Exactly. You're always there, right? And that's the goal. So Michaela, we're kind of running out of time here, (laughs) but I want to ask you, um, where do you see five years from now, 10 years is probably too hard to think about. I don't know. I can't think 10 years from now. That's too hard. 10 years is too hard. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But five years, where would you see your growth on social media? Where would you be? Would it be in Italy? Would it be uh, a fashion show in Milan? Like, I'm sure that's the dream. My friend's actually in Milan for a fashion show Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, my word. It's kind of funny that you mentioned that. Um, So in the five-year term, I want to have my own, like, operations. So, like, my agency in one spot having, like, not necessarily my own gym because I don't want to be my own personal fitness coach, but having a gym there for utilization for, you know, my models to go and work out and whatnot, have my own area to work out and whatnot. And then, you know, the career wise, like in five years, I'll be 26. Usually that's the year of retirement for models. If you didn't know that. Really? Yeah. So in the modeling industry, usually you retire about 26, 27. Cause and then you're kind of doing an entrepreneur type thing. You, if you're lucky and you did that. Some models wow. just do modeling and like, oh, wait, what do I do? So unless they build and solidified their career, sometimes they're like, I don't know what to do. So a lot of models that people don't realize, like uh, when I was in Italy, Miss Mexico, she's an engineer from You're Mexico, kidding right? me. So like a lot of us have different jobs. Like another one who currently is Miss Earth, my um, Alice is her name. I did Supermodel Canada with her. She's an accountant in Toronto. Wow. So she's doing, so, so all these people like 26 years old to be basically said like, no, you, 
you're, Unle- you're kind of done. Basically. Or like probably 90%. Am well, I right? 90% of them. Exactly. So unless you solidified a career or like a brand for yourself, it's really hard to get and continue a career after 26, 27 in the modeling industry. So it's, let me, let me jump in right there. Cause it's really interesting. Cause I see you thinking ahead then. Yeah. Cause I see you thinking, well, if I'm one of those that's done at 26, right? I don't want to be. I want right. to continue like Kathy Jacobs and Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, if if it's not enough to pay the bills, let's say. I have say, the right? backup. You have the backup of a coaching platform. Exactly. Right? Because your, your mindset and, and what you know never goes away. Nope. That's not outdated by any means. No, it's not. Right? Exactly. And I'm able to still utilize the experience and the information that I've learned. I can still learn and do more education to teach these new models and help a whole new generation of models help do their own career, have their own job and, you know, teach a lot more entrepreneurship because this world really needs to really needs it. it. Yeah, no, it's so true. Well, listen, Michaela, um, we're going to kind of cut off the podcast here, but I want to ask you one more question. Um, and this is kind of towards the audience. If you want to look at the Canon right there, um, what would you say to somebody like who is coming through high school um, and has a lot of pressure? I mean, you you had a ton of pressure, first of all, but yes. somebody who is really just trying to make something for themselves, wants to get in specifically into fitness or modeling or, mm-hmm. or something in that realm of social media, being an influencer in some shape, way, shape or form. What would you say to somebody to like take the first step to do it? So anybody who's in high school or doing anything who want to take their first step, first off, don't listen to anybody what anybody says. I actually was the girl in school that no one sat near, that no one talked to. I remember in like high school when I went to Eden, um, I was sitting in the cafeteria by myself constantly. No one, like I remember sitting down at a table and an entire group of six got up and walked away because they didn't want anything to do with me. Really? So, it was that? It, it was, was that? Like that? Oh my word. I had that happen to me. So... Don't listen to what anybody says. Be true to yourself. Do what you want. Be that weird kid. Be the like superstar. Be the outgoing one. A lot of people thought I was like stuck up and like out there and whatnot. But now look at where I am. I've built a success and a brand for myself because of I continued being true to myself. And you know, that's going to be who you are. And it doesn't matter what anyone else does to you or says to you. You're capable of coming out of any sort of turmoil that you're in and to succeed in store for the stars. Well, listen, Michaela, that was so beautifully said. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm really grateful. Of course. We're going to fade it out here, guys. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to have some more awesome episodes real soon. Thanks, Michaela. Thank you, guys. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this week's Golden Guest on the Meeting Gold Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, make sure to check out our other content on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, and YouTube. Also, make sure to leave us a follow while you're there. Thanks and have a golden day.